Let's move on now to the Department of Forest, Fisheries and the Environment. They tabled their budget before the National, the Minister tabled her budget before the National Assembly this morning. One of the key takeaways from the speech is renewable energy. It's been responsible for, uh, it's responsible for, as the country grapples with the energy crisis. It will be responsible for just short of 10,000 megawatts. We've divided the applications for solar as well as wind facilities. Applications also be prioritized on grid transmission and distribution infrastructure. Let's talk to the Minister of Department of Forest, Fisheries and the Environment, Barbara Creasy. Minister, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it sounds exciting. We're going to get 10 gigawatts on or 10,000 megawatts on board very quickly. Good afternoon and thank you very much for the opportunity. Uh, and greetings, of course, to all your listeners at home. I just would like to correct a somewhat um, problematic headline I heard your station running at 4 o'clock. Let me say that the Department of Forestry, Fisheries and Environment is responsible for all energy um, environmental impact assessments, Mm -hmm. not just for um, renewable energy. And um, all, all we're doing is the environmental assessments. Um, all other players in the space would still be responsible for their different roles. And as you correctly point out, there are there is a project pipeline for renewables yeah. of um, almost 10,000 megawatts, about 3,000 megawatts is for solar PV and um, 6,800 for wind energy facilities. And we also have um, 15 EIA applications that relate to transmission and distribution infrastructure. Now, I think what is important is that we're working hard to cut red tape and get these projects finalized um, in reduced decision-making timeframes. We've uh, reduced the decision-making timeframe from 107 to 57 days. Mm-hmm. And this would be the same as the um, shortened decision-making time frame that we have brought on board for the emergency energy generation projects. So this is our way of contributing to the national crisis that we face and trying to assist with getting megawatts on the grid. Uh, will, the, will the checks and balances still be there if you're going to do it in half the amount of time? Yes. I, we think that it is possible to, do, to make quality decisions even though the time frames have been reduced. Um, for, for some years now, we've developed what we call renewable energy zones. These are parts of our country that would have the most solar or the most wind available. We've done the first 50 days of work if you place your projects in those zones. Um, and so what, what um, applicants would still need to do is the basic assessment with the mitigation measures and, of course, the public participation mm. processes. There was, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, slightly less environmental need so that we could get these uh, our coal-burning uh, generators up and running and, and, and pumping out fumes. What's the current status with that? I don't know what you're talking about. Would, would they, would they, um, but you might you might be talking about um, the the dispensation we gave yes. to Sule so that um, ESCOM could begin a public participation process around um, repairing the the um, flue gas desulfurization plant and running their, their three units. Um, in the interim. My understanding is that ESCOM has been engaged in the public participation process around that 
and um, in due course they would then be putting in the relevant application to the National Air Quality Officer. Okay. Uh, one of the big issues with, with all of these uh, new green, and I, I mean, use that inverted commas on purpose, is that they might not necessarily all be that green. Is that something you're keeping an eye on? Um, well, uh, they are using renewable energy sources. Um, I suppose the question would be, which projects are you talking about? There is an international concern uh, on the on the issue of what is called greenwashing, mm. which is where um, companies of any description pretend that they have an environmentally friendly product when, in fact, um, it's not all it's cut out to be. Um, I think that uh, obviously in our country we would have quite stringent environmental legislation that that is aimed at. It's what we call a mitigation hierarchy. So we're not trying to prevent development. We're trying to facilitate development. But it must be development that is sustainable and does not have um, a negative impact on the environment. Or if it potentially has a negative impact on the environment, then there need to be mitigation measures to lessen the impact on the environment. Uh, what else did you bring up today? Let's, let's talk about fisheries. Is, what's the fishery status like? Have we got other um, are things still yes, going well, well in the sea? Well, I think that we are still busy with the allocation of fishing rights to nine fishing sectors. Um, we've been involved with the appeals process. We have uh, 1,200 appeals. Uh, we've managed so far to finish about half of those appeals covering four sectors. And um, the intention is to try and complete the fisheries appeals by October so that uh, we can give certainty to the sector. It's a very important um, economic sector with a lot of investment and about 28,000 jobs. And we would be wanting to ensure that all of those who have acquired fishing rights can move ahead with their investments and job creation. And looking after the environment as as general, are we doing all right in South Africa? Well, South Africa is is like all countries in the world. Um, there are long-term threats that are being posed by climate change and biodiversity loss. We are obviously a country that has a good history in conservation, but we obviously need to be doing more to counteract the threats of wildlife trafficking and the poaching of, of species and plants. And we also need to be doing a lot more to ensure that communities who live on the outskirts of our protected Mm. estate benefit directly from the economic opportunities created in those protected environments. Well, we've got to leave it there, unfortunately. Minister of Department of Forest, Fisheries and the Environment, Dr. Barbara Barbara Creasy, joining us here on SAFM. It's just gone half past four.